All right, hour number three, the Pete Callender Show. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for listening, for letting me be a part of your day. I do appreciate it. News Talk 1110-993-WBT, 704-570-1110, 1-800-WBT-1110. Um, so the uh, National Education Association, I think it used to be called the National Educators Association, but then people realized, wait a minute, you're just about the educators, not about the kids. I think that happened. Am I misremembering that? It's possible. Anyway, the National Education Association has an agenda. But it doesn't want you to know what it is. Like literally, it, it, like it's literally an agenda. They had a big meeting and there's an agenda. You know, big meetings have agendas. So they know like what they're doing, what they're covering. And this thing is 30 pages long. I mean, they've got stuff in here, you know, like the preamble and the uh, amendments to their constitution, bylaws, standing rules, that sort of stuff. But they got some merch. Got to always have the merch. Um, they got a QR code to get started. The future is closer than you think. Get to know our vision for all students. And they have election of their candidates, the uh, the officers and stuff. Um, what is this? What is this guy running for? Candidates for at-large director representing education support professionals. And this candidate is out of San Antonio, Alliance for Teachers and Support Personnel Classified Workers. Okay, whatever. Um, so I'm looking at it. So they get the candidate listings and all this. They got some helpful questions for discussion. But here's, uh, oh, then they got the donation page, but of course, and to get the t-shirt and all that. But here's the key. Starting on page eight, running all the way through page 30, these are the new business items or the NBIs, the NBI. And they, and they have these write-ups so like they're awaiting debates. They're, you know, they have cost implication analysis. They got uh, how many people submitted this, how many delegates, where, did, you know, who, who's the contact person. But they also give you a little blurb, a little write-up about what these uh, agenda items are. And so uh, unlike in years past, this whole agenda, this is part of their, what's it called, the RA, which is the Representative Assembly. And they had the big meeting in Chicago, because of course. And uh, they, in years past, would put all of this material up on the NEA website. So anybody could look up to see what all of their agenda items were. But over the years, some people, like me, started mocking some of their new business items, their NBI, started mocking the NEA's NBI's as hyper woke social justice pap and Terry Stoops from the John Locke foundation. He covers education issues and he started tweeting out some of these NBI's the other day. Well, because of the mockery from years past and the amount of news coverage that the NEA has gotten uh, over some of these initiatives that have uh, been debated in their conference, they uh, they locked all of this stuff down. But Terry Stoops, he got access, and he starts tweeting out screenshots and synopses of the document, and then he posted the whole thing for all to see. And I read it. So Stoops, for his efforts, had his Twitter account locked by Twitter because the NEA people, the teachers' union, in you know, in the uh, grand tradition of commitment to full transparency, they reported him and then had him uh, had him blocked, had him has had his account shut down because he was telling people this is what they're debating at their conference. 
which why would you object to people knowing what you're debating at your conference unless, of course, you're somehow or another embarrassed by what you're debating at your conference, right? Why would wh- why do you think you're taking a PR hit on this stuff? After all, it's so important, you want to put it into all of the schools. Oh, and by the way, before I hear the usual, North Carolina doesn't have teachers' unions. We actually do. They just don't have collective bargaining rights, Okay. They don't have collective bargaining rights. That's that, that's that's really the difference. The the NCAE in North Carolina, the North Carolina Association of Educators, the NCAE is a chapter of the NEA. They were literally formed by the NEA at one of the NEA conferences. Okay? So it is part of this union. So when the national union sets up these debates, sets and sets in motion certain policy proposals, and the NCAE is going to then you work to implement those things. They will do this because they're doing it in all of the other districts. So what is in the agenda? Glad you asked. Here's what Terry Stoops was reporting before he got shut down. Number one, the NBI 15, so the new business initiative, NBI 15, number 15, calls for the creation of fact sheets about the largest 25 organizations that are actively working to diminish a student's right to honestly in education, not really sure what they said there, freedom of sexual and gender identity and teacher autonomy. That's NBI 15. What is that about? That's a targeted list. The creation of, quote, fact sheets about the largest 25 organizations working against what? CRT and queer theory. Marxism. Neo-Marxism. Right? What are the 25 organizations, the biggest ones, doing the most amount of damage to our cause, which isn't being done, of course. None of this is being done. It's not being taught. None of this is being taught. But we need to create a target list so we can put out fact sheets about these organizations that are spreading all of these lies about the stuff that we're totally not doing. Um, NBI 34, take sides in the abortion debate. Yeah, NBI 34, let me see here. I'll go down to, I'm scrolling through the, uh, I did not print out all of the uh, pages here. That would be just a waste of trees. I mean, not that I care. It's a renewable resource, and we have more trees now than we have before in the past, but that it doesn't matter. Uh, NBI 34, NEA will publicly stand in defense of abortion. There you go. And reproductive rights. And encourage members to get lots of abortion. No, I'm kidding. It doesn't say that. Encourage members to participate in activities, including rallies and demonstrations, lobbying and political campaigns, educational events, and other actions to support the right to abortion, contraception, and a person's decision about their health. There you go. Notice the word missing from there is women, right? Women. No mention of the woman in that write-up. Person is listed. Um, What about all of the NEA members that are pro-life? You're forcing the organization to take a stand? Like you want them to take... This is a proposal submitted by 50 delegates. That wasn't the only one either. Um, There was NBI... Let me scroll ahead here to NBI 62 which is right here, Uh, the NEA will use all means at our disposal to defend reproductive freedom and Roe v. Wade, including 
working with affiliates to organize and support marches and rallies for women's rights. <gasps> they said women. And support clinic defense in cities where abortion clinics are under attack by, uh, by the right wing. No mention of the uh, pregnancy crisis centers. The NEA will defend its members and students who need access to abortions and birth control. The NEA will issue a press release on the Biden administration uh, uh, calling on the administration to increase the number of Supreme Court justices and or to impeach the justices who went against their sworn testimony. To This is just this is like the fever dreams of the left. This is what they think happened. No, the justices did not lie about stare decisis. But this is what the delegates, 50 of them who proposed this, this is what they want to see done. This is what they were debating at their big conference. And this is what they don't want people to know they were debating at their big conference. I wonder why. News Talk 1110-993-WBT. Happy Friday. Hope you have a good weekend. Just in advance if I don't get to say that. But I probably will. Because, you know, we I would close the show on the Fridays. Uh, by the way, before we do that, before we close the show, we're going to chat with Mark Garrison about this county commission meeting that happened where there were some bulletproof vests. Uh, they're not bulletproof, but they're body armor, whatever. These extra old vests that the sheriff's office has. And so... Outrage ensued because they found a way to dispose of the surplus. Anyway, we'll get into that with Garrison. He's going to have more in-depth of a, a story on it in the uh, Charlotte at 6. So uh, stick around for that at the end of the hour. But back to the NEA's conference, their representative assembly meeting in Chicago. And they got a whole bunch of proposed new business items or NBIs. Okay. And... Uh, let's see, They first off, they come up with a list targeting all of the uh, groups that are opposed to CRT and queer theory, neo-Marxism, uh, which totally isn't being taught in the schools. And then um, new business item, NBI 34, uh, where N62, which is obviously taking the pro-abortion side in that debate. Uh, then they have foreign policy stuff that comes up. Uh, let me see here. I counted four different initiatives uh, that, that were somehow or another dealing with the Palestinians, right? <laughs> That's been taking positions on the Palestinians. And then uh, there was one on the guns. Uh, I will say there were, there were a couple, uh, three actually, for financial literacy high school requirements. I agree with that. Of course, North Carolina already did that. Thank you, Lieutenant Governor Dan Forrest, former Lieutenant Governor Dan Forrest, right, for making that happen in the state legislature. They put in the requirement for a financial literacy class. Um, oh, by the way, in one of the abortion NBIs, they actually say that the NEA, the National Education Association, is a social justice union. They it, Literally, it says that. It is a social justice union. Uh, let's see, what else we have? NBI 37. Let me scroll back down to 37. And now I'm just going to kind of go over these in order because it, that, that was it. Terry Stoops got through one, two, three, four. He got through four tweets and then all of these left-wing education activists got him blocked, got Twitter to block him, to shut down his account because he was tweeting out what is literally on their agenda. They're literally discussing these proposals, and he's saying, hey, they're discussing these proposals, and they're like, shut up! You can't tell people what we're talking about. As if they're embarrassed by it or something. Um, there was one where they wanted to replace the word shooting with murder when talking about school shootings. And uh, let's see, number 37, 
Oh, yeah, here it is. This is great. The NEA will work with state affiliates to support a national policy of mandatory masking and COVID vaccines in schools. A national policy of mandatory masking and COVID. Oh, please, please, please do that. Please, please do that. Please. Number 40, NBI 40. Um, This one opposes the NEA will work with state affiliates to oppose the attempts by school boards and politicians across the country to, quote, downsize, end quote, repeat line. No, I'm kidding. Uh, They want to oppose all downsize efforts, downsizing efforts uh, in school districts. Any attempt to close a campus permanently shall be met with NEA opposition. You cannot close the bad schools. Sorry. You cannot close schools. Even if they're redundant, you can't do it. No closing of the schools. Um, except of course for COVID. Right. Uh, and teacher work days. Then let's see here. Uh, Oh, number 39, the NEA will demonstrate its support for the right to asylum for migrants from Venezuela and Central America. Now arriving at the U S Southern border and demand an end to title 42 and The Trump remain in Mexico policies by working with affiliates to publicize the impact of such policies on students and families in their communities. This is an overtly leftist organization that is influencing education policy. Get your kids out of their clutches. For the love of me. Uh, Let's see here. What else? Number 53. NBI 53. Oh, it wouldn't. That's right. It wouldn't be an agenda if it didn't have something about climate change. The NEA shall create a policy task force to develop strategies for placing the intersectionality of climate justice and environmental racism at the center of all relevant conversations and businesses. We have or business. We have a moral obligation to model climate engagement and be active visionaries for the future of our planet. If we truly care about our children, their future, and all future generations, we need to center all our work around intersectional justice predicated within the broader context of the health and well-being of our planet. I don't even think these people know what they're saying. I think they just learn the buzzwords, and they just jumble them together, throw in an equity there, throw in an intersectionality there, throw in a centering here, and there you go. Look at me. I have a proposal. But what are they talking about? This This is why I say it is a pedagogy, right? It is a method of teaching. It doesn't have to be the curriculum. It doesn't have to explicitly state We are going to tell your child that they are a white oppressor, right? They don't need to say that. It's the lens through which all of the other lessons are taught. That's the key. Uh, What else do we have here? That was 53, 55. NEA will create a task force whose purpose is to elevate existing culturally responsive pedagogical and curricular resources and develop a resource bank across multiple disciplines available on the website and uh, existing digital platforms. What does all of that mean? Culturally responsive teaching. CRT. Critical race theory. Yeah, they just renamed it. I'm not kidding. 
Now, they'll say it's something different, but it's not. It's all the same. What do they say here? Pedagogical and curricular resources. Again, pedagogy. There it is. Method of teaching. See, they tell you what they want to do. If you just listen and just take them at their word, this is what they want to do. When they think nobody can read their agenda, of course. The teachers' union, at their big annual convention, debating a whole bunch of proposals. I think there were like uh, 80-something of them. And uh, some, I, a lot of them got withdrawn. But they didn't want anybody to see this. Unlike in years past, where all of this material was readily available to anybody, you just go to their website, you could see what, you know, these proposals the, that they want the union to take, these positions but over the years, as the union has been has become more and more captured by the furthest leftist contingent in the uh, organization, these proposals have, you know, bordered on the insane in some cases, if not have been outright insane. Exhibit A, NBI sixty three, NBI's new business item or new business initiative, whatever. NBI number 63. The NEA will inform states and locals of the following sample language that may be put in contracts. Okay, so if you're negotiating with the NEA or any of its affiliates, like the NCAE, for example, uh, if you're doing contracts, you're going to have to use some language. If you don't use this language, I mean, there's going to be a transphobe. Sorry. And here is the language. Instead of maternity leave, you're going to say parental leave. Um, why would you be automatically assuming that they're parents? Hello? So no more maternity leave. It's now parental leave. No more use of the term mother or father. It's now just parent. And instead of mother, birthing parent and non-birthing parent instead of father. Why am I defined by what I cannot do, NEA? What's up with that? Why would you, why would you consider the non-birthing parent instead of the word father? What? That sounds kind of negative. That's, I darn, that's, a, that is pretty close to bullying. That is, like, I, you're, you're attacking somebody for something that they can't do. That's not their fault. Anyway, using the correct language, they say, members need not worry about how a board of education uh, defines maternity leave, mother or father. The language is an inclusive reflection of how LGBTQIA plus members build their families. So look for that in your contracts. Um, and if they mess it up, they are transphobes and bigots. Let's see here what else we've got. Uh, number 65 and number 66. Oh, this is on the guns. So the NEA, using existing resources, will encourage members and others to wear orange every Tuesday in September and October to show support for common sense gun safety laws. This is to show elected lawmakers and other officials the public's support for passing stringent gun safety laws, a position that survey show is held by 80 to 90% of U.S. voters. At this point, they're just making stuff up um, because they don't like, define what it is 
these define what gun laws you're talking about. What are these gun safety laws? Restrictive, highly restrictive ones. Well, what are they? Um, let's see. That was number 65. Number 66, the NEA using uh, electronic media resources will post U.S. senators and representatives positions on NEA supported gun safety laws. So they're going to do uh, a little bio on every single lawmaker and where they stand on what the NEA supports to ensure that members know where their federal lawmakers stand on NEA-supported gun safety laws. And then maybe if you want to, you know, get in their faces at the gasoline station, or as Madison Cawthorn might frame it, lightly threaten them, you know, that that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, did you hear Brett Kavanaugh chased out of the uh, Morton Steakhouse yesterday, right? Um, In fact, uh, let's see here. The White House press secretary. Oh, here we go. I've got the audio. Yeah, let's play it. Uh, this is the White House press secretary. I don't know her first name. Oh, yeah. Karine Jean-Pierre. And uh, he, she's asked this by, I think, Peter Ducey from uh, Fox News. Uh, people should be allowed to be to be able to do that. In a restaurant. If it's outside of a restaurant, if it's peaceful, for sure. Really? Peaceful protests. Where you were, your first question so to me just, was so, intimidation. So these justices, because protesters do not agree with an opinion that they signed on to, have no right to privacy. Is what you're but saying? But Peter, this is this is people have the right. To, this is what a democracy is. People, people have, have the right. right to privacy? Of course, people have a right to privacy, but people also have a right uh, to be able to protest peacefully. Is that peacefully? Safe? It's the intimidation and the violence that we condemn. Isn't the protest itself a form of intimidation? Isn't that the whole point? Do you think that Kavanaugh doesn't know that you disagree with his polit- or his uh, uh, his uh, ruling, his opinion, the Dobbs case ruling? Do you think that Kavanaugh is unaware of the public sentiment that disagrees with his opinion? He has. He has worked as a judge for a very long time. He has grown up in this society and is aware of the pro-abortion side of the argument, right? The pro-Roe, I mean, event, like those justices know all of the arguments. They know all of the opinions. You standing outside of a restaurant screaming that he should die, um, not really sure how that's supposed to be taken in, in, in any way except as, a, as an implied threat, Right. Isn't that what it is? Isn't that the whole point? But that's what democracy is. So, okay. Uh, I guess now we need to start creating our own uh, our own groups of people to go out and harass and uh, embarrass and intimidate people uh, on the left. Right? I guess that's what we need to start doing. Is that, these? It, look, not my standard. I oppose this. I oppose this standard. As one who has worked in the public eye, I am particularly uh, attuned to this kind of behavior among people who are unhinged and deranged. I have had stalkers. I have had people come to my home. I have had these types of incidents. And so maybe I'm a little bit, uh, well, let's just say I'm not the softest shoulder to cry on when you tell me that this is what democracy is. So, uh, if this is the standard, and we are now all to behave like this, I suspect uh, we need to start creating our own packs. Our own packs. We're going to have to get some. Uh, I would say poster board, but you know that's 
that's not an efficient use of the resources because you're just going to keep going through more and more poster boards and your markers and all that. So dry erase boards, dry erase boards. This way you could just change whoever the person is that you're tracking and you're following, right? Because you got to follow them. That's the thing. You're going to have to stake out the house. And then when they leave the house and they go out to, you know, shop at Target or something, uh, then you're going to need to, uh, you know, just follow them through the mall with a bullhorn or whatever, screaming, uh, you know, vulgarities at them you know, with their children in tow. That's how you affect change. This is what democracy looks like. All right, let's go back to the uh, let's go back to the the people that are educating the next generation of idiots. Uh, this is seventy nine or seventy seven. Sorry, seventy seven. NBI seventy seven. To do, 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 do. Uh, the NEA shall make a statistical. Oh, sorry, that's seventy eight. Um, 77. The NEA will advocate for credential programs to include a year of therapy. So any kind of credential you need to teach, they want to include as part of that a year of therapy. (laughs) Which considering some of these, um, some of these initiatives, some of these suggestions, I'm thinking that might actually not be a bad idea. That's actually might be the best idea they've got. And uh, the last one that I've got pulled here is uh, number 79. The NEA will evaluate and award grants based on a union solidarity fund of $200,000 targeting unionization in non-education industries. So they are now going to take teacher union dues. They're going to take money from teachers out of the paycheck wash them through the union and send them to other industries to try to unionize them. They haven't even unionized all of the teachers unions or all the teachers, all the schools, all the districts. They haven't even unionized the teachers in North Carolina. It's like single digits. I believe they can't even do their own industry, but now they're going to take your money and send it to other industries. That sounds like a, that sounds like something that a teacher's union would do, actually. Very, very on brand. <laughs> very on brand. News Talk 1110-993-WBT. Just real two, uh, two quick points here. One from Tim, who says, Pete, regarding the proposed NEA agenda, tell me again why we're forced to fund public schools and teach all that garbage. I think we also how ineffective the public schools are during the COVID lockdown. And Ray says uh, about the NEA new business items. Uh, what if you adopt? Would both parents be non-birthing persons then, according to the new language definitions? I have questions. Fair point. Fair point. Uh, let oh, me sh- speaking of schools, yeah, did you yeah. see a little breaking news here? K through eight schools here in Charlotte Mecklenburg will be getting body scanners. Oh, yeah. So no, no, no more of the plastic uh, see-through uh, backpacks. <laughs> no, going. They're, they're trying to sell those on eBay, I uh-huh. think. Yeah. Yeah, so I am, so am kind of curious. If you thought that those things caused cancer, why would you be selling them to unsuspecting people? Uh, because, well, they don't really think they cause cancer. It's, if you, you eat know. enough of them, I think it does. <laughs> I, I think it would. I think it might. Excellent uh, point. Yeah, yes. All right. So uh, Mark Garrison is the voice you hear there, of course. And uh, Mark is the host of Charlotte at 6, which I think comes on at uh, 6 somewhere around 6 o'clock. Yeah, there you go. And um, 
we were talking about this before the program, and I said I was going to mention it, but I didn't do a whole lot of looking into the story. I just saw some of the the back and forth on the Twitter machine. So <laughs> at the Mecklenburg Board of County Commissioners meeting this past week, uh, or this uh, what Wednesday, I guess yeah. it was, there was a discussion about quote-unquote, bulletproof vests, body armor, right? So w- what are these vests? So they're outdated vests, basically. The uh, the sheriff's department has them, but the warranty has expired, so they can't use them anymore. But it doesn't mean they're not usable. Right. So the sheriff says, hey, I'll give them to Samaritan's Purse because they will give them to aid workers in Ukraine. Oh, okay. So, but just to, uh, in the bureaucracy of things, he can do that, but he has to get the approval of the county commission. He's the Mecklenburg County Sheriff. Sheriff. It is its own elective office, That's but right. the budget comes from the county. That's right. So okay. he had to get the commissioners to say, okay, do it. And uh, Laura Meyer and a couple of other commissioners didn't like it because... Susan Rodriguez-McDowell. That's right. And uh, Mark Gerald because Mark they don't like uh, what Samaritan's Purse stands for because as a Christian organization, uh, they're opposed to gay marriage. So she said... Let's put this off a month and tell the sheriff to find somebody else. Is there anybody else doing <laughs> no. aid work in Ukraine in the war zone like uh, this? Not really. So uh, Pat Cotham and uh, even George Dunlap were outraged going, look, no, we, why wait a month when people are dying over there? Samaritan's Purse, they may have an opinion on gay marriage, but they don't discriminate. They'll help anybody that comes to them. They're not going to withhold a bulletproof vest from a gay Ukrainian. That's exactly right. I cannot believe I'm about to say this, but George Dunlap might be the voice of reason on that board. <laughs> he and Pat Cotham definitely were, uh, but the but those three voted against it, uh, uh, and uh, but it carried the day, and so the sheriff now will give it to uh, give the bulletproof vest to uh, Samaritan's to person. Samaritan's purse. And is, so, is it even really about Samaritan's purse per se, or purse per se? It's like the same. <laughs> where, okay, never mind. It's not even really. I don't even know what it's about the organization. I think it's about Franklin Graham. Well, that may be. I yeah, think I it's mean, about you never him. know. I mean, um, Laura Meyer did say, well, I can read you something from their website if you want. And the rest of the commission was like, no, we don't nah. need to hear them. No. That's okay. Like, yeah. we're aware. They're they're local. We know who they are. Right? Know, and, and I talked to Samaritan's Purse, and they didn't really want to comment on the controversy other than to say, look, when we set up our field hospitals or we go to uh, catastrophes, we will help anybody. I mean, we, we right. anybody. That's what they, it's We're what glad they do. to. It's what they do. Yeah. That's Mark Garrison. You catch his show at 6. Yep. It's called Charlotte at 6. Mark Garrison, thank you very much yes, for uh, hanging out. We appreciate it. It is Friday. Hope everybody has a great weekend. By the way, this is Blackberry Smoke, just in case anybody was interested. Two six-packs of shiner. 99 cent butane lighter Lucky strikes and a fifth of Patron Ice down that igloo cooler Tank of gas at all to do her I can feel a good one coming on Throw in Ray Wiley Hubbard Sing along to Redneck Mother Any blues I The working week is over No chance of staying sober
By the way, a heads up, next Wednesday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., there's going to be a test of the Catawba and McGuire nuclear stations. Heads up. Three blondes in a ragtop Mustang Followed us down to the lake And didn't have to think about that too long Skinny dipping in the bright moonlight Situation couldn't be more right I can feel a good one coming on By the way, I tell you that so you'd be prepared because they're going to run some sirens. The Catawba and McGuire nuclear stations are going to be tested from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. on Wednesday. Five to 30 second sirens are going to go off. There's like 89 of them within 10 miles of the stations. Is That is not not to be used as an opportunity to play a prank on your buddies. Not. All righty. Have a great weekend. Brett Winterbull's coming up next. I'll see you Monday. Don't break anything while I'm gone. Until the break of dawn